Welcome in to another new episode of the Codings Pro interview series. My name is Ben Dubose. I'm a staff writer with Codings Pro Magazine. In this ongoing series, we speak to various experts and thought leaders across the protective coatings industry, trying to get a sense of what's going on in the marketplace here in 2021. And our guest today, I think, has some very unique insight on that front. His name is Matt Kerner. He is a coatings industry veteran. And he's also, by the way, a member of our Coatings Pro editorial advisory group. So he has some input as far as what we do at the magazine as well, and trying to help shape our coverage and what we're doing to try and inform this industry. Matt, good afternoon. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey, doing good today. Thanks. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know your story, because I know you've actually recently transitioned as far as companies, tell folks a little bit more about your background in the industry. For example, I know you started with epoxy flooring. How did you get into that over the years and what are you doing now? Well, I started my business in New York City in 2010. I was fairly young, about 23, 24 years old, and, you know, started this business small, just me and one guy, and doing some decorative concrete floors, some epoxy coatings, and, you know, it was kind of a, a trendy thing at the time, and it kind of just took off from there. So what companies have you been involved in? I know that recently uh, switched up for you, but what was the name of the company that, that you started? And then what was your recent transition? So the company I started was Manhattan Concrete Design. Okay. And I worked at this, um, you know, for several years growing this company and grew this company, you know, from one guy to many and recently sold um, sold this company actually to one of the largest flooring installers in the United States. And the, the name of the company now is Manhattan Concrete Systems. And so what are you doing now that you've sold the company? What's your new focus in 2021? So I'm still staying in the industry. I'm just not going to be doing the installs anymore. Right. I'm opening more of a brick and mortar store right outside of New York City in New Jersey. So I'm going to be selling all of the equipment, tooling, supplies, a full line of epoxy coatings. You know, Have you got a name for it yet? To all the guys in my in my industry. We're also going to be doing some machine rentals. So hopefully, you know, I can help out some of the new guys get going. And um, yeah, um, I'm actually, you know, operating under the the name of the manufacturer that, that I'll be selling all of their, um, you know, materials and equipment. It's Extreme Polishing Systems. Okay. They have a pretty big name in the industry. Yep. And you know, they manufacture and private label basically everything that you would need to be in this business. So, you know, I've been doing business with them for years and I've become real good friends with those guys over there. So it was real easy, um, you know, deal for us to make to um, to open the store and sell all of their products mm -hmm. up here. So what was your motivation to change? Because, of course, I know when you were with what's now Manhattan Concrete Systems, you all had a lot of success. I'm reading your bio. You covered more than 25 floors of One World Trade Center as far as an example of the work that you've done. 
what was your motivation to go from running a floor contracting company to now being on the selling and distribution side? Well, this this install business, I have to say, is quite a bit of work. And gotcha. I think my market is a little special being in Manhattan. Sure. You know, it was a, a day and night business. The, the work was mostly done at night in these office buildings. These grinding machines are loud. And we had to work after hours, you know, around the offices. So, you know, I was I was running jobs all night and then, you know, I was working in the office during the day. Oh, sorry, my dog's barking here. You know, working working from home COVID. Um, you know, so I I was basically in this by myself. Sorry, I gotta trap the dog here. You know, so I I was you know, I don't wanna say overwhelmed, but it was a lot of work running a, a company like this by myself. And, you know, as we grew, it, it became a lot. And, you know, it was attractive to me to, you know, sell my company to a larger company that had the infrastructure to really grow it. It, it just kind of made sense like that. And, you know, I, I did stick around with them quite a while, okay. you know, running things for them and, you know, kind of train some of their people on what we do and and got things running pretty smoothly to where I didn't really need to be around anymore. So, you know, recently I, I was able to step away and, and start this new thing. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool story as far as your transition in the industry. And certainly if you have expertise on one side, it can help you on the other as well. So I know you're well positioned for success. As far as the yeah, I'm actually, I'm really excited about this new thing. You know, just being that I've been there, done that as an installer. Sure. You know, I, I feel like I can add a lot of value. You know, to my, you know, my new customers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the year 2021, I'm just going to ask you broadly about the industry at large. It's a year of transition in a lot of fronts. I feel like, but certainly. Uh, the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic as the months progress, hopefully vaccinations will ramp up. What are the factors that you're watching this year from a business perspective as far as basically success for coatings installers, what they need, what the general business landscape is like? What's your outlook for 2021? Oh, it's it's hard to say, but, you know, it's, it's something that's never happened before. Right. I see... I see other, you know, installers adding a COVID surcharge to their install prices to, you know, cover the, you know, kind of lost time with the safety equipment or the cost of the safety equipment. You know, I don't really see that going away. Um, you know, I, I think within my industry, the concrete polishing and the epoxy floors, I still, I think there's still going to be a lot of opportunity. People going away from carpet and going away from these other surfaces, you know, that aren't so easily clean. So the, you know, the seamless flooring is very attractive right now. So I think there'll definitely be opportunity out there. And, you know, as, um, you know, these businesses kind of change their way of doing business and, you know, have to redesign the, the way they operate, I, I think there's going to be some opportunity coming once everyone gets going again. Yeah, I agree. I think a few months from now, it could be really exciting. Let's, yeah. switch, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about your relationship with Codings Pro. As I mentioned earlier, you're part of our editorial advisory group. You also vote on the contractor awards. Why do you see 
I don't know if giving back is the right way to phrase it, but certainly taking on extracurricular interest, being a part of an industry publication like Codings Pro, what do you get out of that? Why is that a worthwhile time commitment for you? And how has that helped you in your career? Well, I kind of just like to meet new people. Okay. You know, I, I always say it's all about who you know. So, you know, the, the more people I can meet in the industry, I, the better. And, you know, it's just kind of nice to keep your, uh, you know, finger on the pulse of the, you know, the industry as much as you can. I, I looked at it as an opportunity, you know, just to kind of meet new people, get my name out there. And it, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I would think so. And one of the things that I've noticed anecdotally being a staff member for Codings Pro, over the years, the the contractor awards program, which we're going to be naming those in the coming weeks, that's something that's really evolved well over the past few years in terms of the quality of uh, submissions, the folks around really the entire domestic and sometimes international industry that you see contributing to this what was sort of your thoughts on the 2021 projects or the projects for the 2021 program, I should say, that you looked at? Was it a pretty good year as far as uh, the awards program and the quality of submissions? Yeah, there was a little bit of everything in there and some pretty, you know, impressive projects, really. You know, you see some of these massive projects going on around the world and, you know, you don't really get any details or or really even take the time to think about, you know, what goes in to some of these big projects. So it was kind of cool to just see the, you know, the detail and, the, you know, like the um, the planning and everything that went into some of these these larger projects yeah. just as far as doing a, a coding, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, the whole project. Definitely. As we wind down with Matt Kerner, member of our Codings Pro editorial advisory group, and now starting his own uh, selling and distribution company in New York, I want to ask you a few rapid-fire personal questions. We started doing this with our guest on the Codings Pro interview series just to get a little more personal and let our listeners learn a little bit more about them, a part of, I suppose, virtual networking, if you will. And when I ask you these things, your answers, they can be related to the industry. They can also be related to something else on your personal time. So I'll start with this. What's one of your biggest pet peeves? In the industry? Oh, huge pet peeve in my industry. Our clients always say, we're ready, come do our floor. And we get there and there is stuff all over the floor. They are not ready. Yeah, I imagine that (laughs) happens a lot. Right. And I'm talking stuff that can't be moved, you know, stacks of sheetrock and, you know, skids of bricks. (laughs) Jeez. Um, And again, it can be industry, it can be otherwise, but who's someone that you consider a mentor for you? I know you got in this industry fairly young. Is there someone that sort of was a guidance force for you when you were just getting started? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely several. All of my vendors really stepped up. I was brutally honest with them. And, you know, they um, they really stepped up to, to help me get up to speed and get some of these jobs done. But you know what? There's definitely one guy. Um, 
my guy Rodney. He was working for CMP at the mm-hmm. time. They make a self-leveling cement, and and he really went above and beyond for me. He had kind of been there, done that as an installer um, previously, and was now working for this um, cement company. And and he went above and beyond for me with business advice and helping me with other products that weren't his. And, um, you know, I, I still talk to him frequently and I, I definitely, uh, kind of look up to Rodney as a mentor, but, um, really all of my vendors really stepped up and, mm-hmm. and helped me, uh, get where I am. I was telling you offline before we started recording, as far as our schedule, we were going to get you in at some point, but this week it made a lot of sense because a lot of the guests that we were considering for this week were completely unavailable because, of course, the winter weather in the south, especially Texas, just took a lot of people off the grid this week entirely. You come at it from a different perspective. Certainly winter weather does not face you living in New York. What's different when you talk to other contractors, other people in the industry around the country? What's different about doing what you do in or near a huge city on the East Coast? Right. Yeah, my market was definitely special. You know, 99% of my work was in Midtown or Downtown Manhattan, where there basically is no parking, Um, you know, traffic like crazy. We're taking all of our stuff up and down elevators. So, you know, we had to pack our materials on elevator-sized skids, you know, your guys can't drive to work. Everyone takes public transit. You know, um, you know, there's no work truck at the job. So when we're loading up jobs, we really needed to make sure that we took everything we needed for that job from start to finish mm-hmm. day one and drop it off so our guys can do the job. And then you've got one more shot to get your stuff out of that building because they'll give you an elevator for about an hour to get your stuff in and out. And that's it. Some of these buildings are really busy and you'll be waiting in line for that freight elevator for hours. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of special. Just the the logistics of working in Manhattan. These buildings have a lot of rules. Yeah, I can imagine. Matt, before we close up, any advice for our contractors listening that we haven't already touched on? And how can people get in touch with you if they want more info from you or they want to learn more about your new business? Advice for the industry is tough. Um, you know, I I feel like I was brutally honest with everybody when I didn't know what I was doing or I did know what I was doing or if we were late, um, you know, to finish a job and why. And I've, I found that being brutally honest to everybody kept things simple. And if anyone would like to get a hold of me, if you just plug my name into Google, I'm sure you'll find my cell phone number. Um, you could also look up Extreme Polishing Systems. I'll have the, the store Extreme Polishing Systems New York City. And you could get a hold of me that way. Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, nowadays yeah. <laughs> it's not hard to find me online. Yeah, that sounds good. Folks, he is Matt Kerner. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say anybody in the industry that, you know, has a question, needs anything, you know, that's basically why I'm doing this now is because I've been there and done that. And, you know, I'm, I'm real confident that 
that I could help a lot of guys in the industry. And, um, you know, I, I just, I know what it takes here in our business. It is a tough business day and night. And, um, you know, I'm just, uh, here to make it happen for the, for the other guys. Yeah. I think that's, you're potentially a great resource for them. And so I'm sure people will appreciate you throwing that out. Again, this is Matt Kerner. For anyone that does not know him already, you can spell his last name K-O-E-R-N-E-R if you want to Google him or look him up at those aforementioned websites. Matt, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you. And folks, this is where we will wrap up today. Again, for Matt Kerner, my name is Ben DuBose. If you want more information from Codings Pro before our next podcast, you can check out the print issue or you can go to codingspromag.com. With that, I will adjourn. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Codings Pro interview series, and we'll be back next week with more. Calling all Codings contractors. We have a great resource for you. Codings Pro Magazine provides you with the latest news, trends, and technologies for your coding needs. And the best part? It's completely free to anyone who signs up. Simply visit codingspromag.com slash subscribe. Codings Pro. Know what the pros know.